0: You're listening to Hot Daily. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Hot Daily. Thank you for spending some time with me today. I wanted to go ahead and jump right into what we're going to be discussing during this podcast. The first story is from bncrypto.com. This uh, subject matter is um, labeled, Every Major South Korean Conglomerate is Now Involved in Blockchain. So this is not today's story. This is actually from December 19th of last year. However, I think it holds a lot of good information in it. And it's not extremely old. There's not really a lot of dust on it yet. So I still think it's something good to talk about. So here we go. It has recently emerged that South Korea's biggest telecommunications company, KT Corporation, will be releasing a digital currency. With this news, it can now be said that every major conglomerate in the country, which is South Korea, Is officially invested in blockchain. KT Corporation is the latest South Korean conglomerate to jump into the cryptocurrency space. It plans to roll out a digital currency for the city of Busan which has a population of 3.5 million. According to local media the currency will launch on December 30th. With the news of KT Corporation We can now safely say that the that every South South Korean conglomerate is now involved in blockchain in some way. All of the major South Korean firms are now involved in blockchain technology. Samsung, Kakao, LG, Hyundai, and now KT along with many others. Samsung has been a known supporter and investor in blockchain technology. The company is shifting to 6G AI and blockchain as its company strategy. Now, I do want to kind of pause right there. Um, 6G. So, pull it back a little bit. Remember, most people, at least as of recently... Are on still 4G, 5G is the next this big thing that we've been talking about for quite a long time that's starting to get stream mainstream, at least in the United States. It's gonna cost more for you, you're gonna have to have different devices. And now we're talking about Samsung 6G, is what they're aiming for right now. Of course, that probably just means that there's a seven or eight or nine G that the military is using throughout the world. But for us, the consumer, to know that there's already that 6G that they're focusing on, you know, the possibilities are basically endless. There's never going to be a stopping point for these companies and for the options that they're going to lay out for us. In July of this year, the company released a software development kit for Ethereum, Its Galaxy S10 smartphones also feature a cryptocurrency wallet. The company, and I hope I pronounced this right, Kakao, is one of the largest internet companies in South Korea and is actively working on a, quote, killer app built on the blockchain. The company plans to roll out its blockchain vision by integrating it with existing services. LG was reported to be working on a mobile cryptocurrency wallet based on trademarks uncovered in July. And then finally, Hyundai, South Korea's largest car manufacturer, has put aside $10 million to launch its own mainnet, announced in October of 2019. It's an extension of the company's existing, note that existing blockchain arm just want to fast forward a little bit to the very end of this article. I think this is very well written. The blockchain mania in South Korea is a sign of what's to come globally, and it is increasingly looking like East Asia will lead the push towards blockchain adoption. Again, the theme of our last podcast, the first podcast of season 2 was about adoption. And of course, this was last year. And if those companies already had existing um, setups, I mean, who knows how many years they've been working on this. So it's definitely something that's coming. They're just looking for the adoption. They're looking to just basically interweave it in with our current technology, which should make it a lot easier for us to be able to work with it as well. You're listening to Huddle on Daily. Okay, so before I go on to this next uh, publication, I would like to bring up, uh, first, I don't know if you know um, some of the lingo that goes on with maybe some of the other podcasts you listen to, or um, maybe the YouTube channel that you watch, or things that you read, I don't know. But the Swift network, okay. So I'm gonna bring this up because it kind of cuts into why this other story is a little bit more important and why the cryptocurrency with the central banks is is important as well. So Swift, S-W-I-F-T, is a, and this is just off of Google, is a vast messaging network used by banks and other financial institutions to quickly, accurately, and securely send and receive information such as money transfer instructions. Every day, nearly 10,000 SWIFT member institutions send approximately 24 million messages on the network. So, basically, this is what's used. Well, not basically. This is what's used, uh, or has been used, for quite a while. Um, and it's, it's the... Um, The United States way of moving money around, the dollar around, basically, and it's a way um, to have control. um, To, I wouldn't say. Well, let's just say whenever there are countries that are on a terror watch list, or whenever there's a country that is going to be receiving some, you know, slaps on the hands from the United States a lot of it's going to come through those sanctions are going to be either coming through that SWIFT because it's going to be cut off from, you know, they're not going to be able to receive any of those transactions through the SWIFT network or um, basically it's, it's a tool for the good and uh, moving transactions around. But it also is something that uh, the, the United States has used to basically keep everybody in line in their own eyes but it also is being used not only for their um, against their enemies, but also used, I'd say against, but to be used also with those individuals that are on their side as well. So maybe like Britain and Italy and all those other places, they sometimes have to pay fees or have to do things um, just as the same as any other country would. And so there's no real advantage that comes out of it. So with that in mind i'm going to take you over to this um, to this next one here this one's from coindesk.com so the ecb which is the european central bank and i'm going to butcher her name probably but lagarde ecb's lagarde says we want to develop digital currencies but won't discourage private initiatives so christine lagarde she is over the um, ECB, and she is pro um, crypto. And not only is she um, pro crypto, but she's pro crypto along with that country and the European Union and a lot of the other countries throughout the world. The ones that kind of want to get away from using the SWIFT network because there's tired of being not necessarily manipulated, but controlled by the U.S. And so a way to get around that is to use or to come up with a a type or types of um, cryptocurrencies or system that can um, adopt to these cryptocurrencies. So, of course, she's going to be very positive about that. So in an interview Wednesday with French business magazine Challenges, Lagarde Reiterated, the ECB wants to play an active role in cryptocurrencies. As businesses and individuals make more cross-border payments around the clock, Lagarde said the bank would continue looking into the feasibility and merits of the CBDC. She also um, previously said that the ECB should be, quote, ahead of the curve when it comes to CBDCs, added the bank doesn't and what she says the bank she means the central bank added the bank does not want to stand in the way of cryptocurrencies created outside of its sphere the prospect of central bank initiatives should neither discourage nor crowd out private market led solutions for fast and efficient retail payments in the euro area there's more to this story it's on coindesk.com but it's very interesting Um, this kind of stuff isn't on regular news Um, this doesn't come out we don't see this happening but a lot of countries around the world are deciding that they want to have something different to use and they're going to be pro the use of other types of payments and that's it's going to it's going to place the dollar um, the strength of the dollar uh, it's going to put it down a couple notches eventually, especially if the United States does not um, place its own currency as a cryptocurrency or electronic uh, form such as what these other countries are talking about doing and and as China is you know in the works of doing. That's going to do it all for this episode. Thank you for stopping by. I would, you know, I would love to be able to have extremely long podcasts because there, trust me, there is enough news that comes out every day. And, you know, a number of the stories that are there are kind of, you know, questionable. Some of them are hype, although, and some are dupes, some are duplicates. There's, there's a lot of news that comes out, especially over the three-day period that I, I am basically not giving you guys um, news and information. But that's why I, you know, implore you to be the ones to go out there and check this stuff out on your own. Um, because guess what? You're not going to find it on your local news station. You're not going to even find it unless you're watching the money section of the um, cable network. And even then, it's just going to be pretty quick. Or if you listen to um, Fox News or CNN for a small section when the Secretary of the Treasury comes on to really slam cryptocurrencies, that's about the only time you're going to hear about it. That's going to change down the road when everything switches over or starts to switch over. And, you know, the tones will change completely. But for now... Now's the time to learn. Now's the time to decide if you're ever going to feel like getting into the space or even if getting into the space just means educating yourself. Thanks again for stopping by for another episode of Hoddle Daily. And I'll see you soon.